The Black Lives Matter movement over police brutality is one that has polarized the nation. BLM activists are passionate about ending police ra racism and demilitarizing the police. Meanwhile, conservatives and the Blue Lives Matter counter movement strive for a respect of police officers and an end to the war on cops. Since the year 2019 began, 864 civilians have been shot and killed by police officers, and 117 police officers have been killed themselves in the line of duty. It is well known that African-American citizens are disproportionately killed by police. With all of this uproar, the question begs to be asked, is this fact due to systematic racism of police force or simply a higher rate of African-American involvement with police? It is the 22nd of December, 2019. We are Jack Gerard, Emily Jackson, Isabella Cruz, and Danny Fisher. Recording in Northeast Portland, Oregon, this is The Brutal Truth. This conflict began as early as February 26 of the year 2012, when Trevon Martin, a 17-year-old black male, was shot and killed by a white police officer named George Zimmerman. This sparked a wave of outrage, particularly among young black individuals who felt that the state, which was supposed to be protecting their rights, was doing the exact opposite. People began protesting on the streets and online. Uh, later in 2013, uh, July, Zimmerman was tried and found not guilty of second-degree murder for Martin's death. In the eyes of the protesters, this showed just a complete disregard for African-American lives, that they could be killed in the streets with no repercussions for their murderers. In the wake of the court decision, the protests turned into a movement. The Black Lives Matter movement, established in July of 2013, fights to end violence and systemic racism against people of color focusing specifically on putting a stop to police brutality and racial profiling by the police force. The movement gained momentum the following year when Michael Brown, an 18-year-old black man, was fatally shot by Darren Wilson, a white police officer from Missouri. Black Lives Matter has a few major talking points. For one, they believe that the American police force systematically discriminates against black Americans. They point to statistics showing that African Americans are more likely than white Americans to be stopped on the street, arrested, brutalized, or even killed by police officers. Secondly, they believe that America as a whole is oppressive and systematically racist toward African Americans. This is supposedly substantiated by the ways that African Americans struggle more economically. They make less money in full-time positions, and black families on average have far less wealth than white families. The BLM movement does make some important points that need to be talked about, but there are arguably some gaps in the rhetoric that are worth mentioning. The accusation that African Americans are more likely to be killed by police fails to take crime rates into account. While African Americans are disproportionately likely to be murdered by police, they also are disproportionately likely to be in contact with police. And the wage or wealth gap between black and white families only counts the overall averages. It does not account for workers holding different jobs. It isn't clear whether the disparity comes down to systematic racism, personal choice, or a mixture of the two. 
The same year, another movement began. Many people felt that with the force that the Black Lives Matter movement was generating, people were beginning to lose their respect and trust for police officers. They felt that there was a war on cops and that it was becoming less safe to be a police officer in the United States. Blatantly ripping off the original acronym, these Americans formed the, quote, Blue Lives Matter counter-movement. People who are part of the Blue Lives Matter movement believe that those convicted of killing law enforcement officers should be charged with hate crimes. They seek to defend the identities of police officers and keep them as, strong, as a strong presence in our cities and towns. Blue Lives Matter supporters think that people should focus less on those killed by police and more on the police killed in the line of duty themselves. In 2019 alone, there have been 121 officers to die while on duty, which, as Blue Lives Matter points out, is higher than the rate of citizens being killed by police. However, there are gaps in this logic. Police officers sign up for a job that puts them in danger. It is a basic truth of law enforcement that you may be harmed in the line of duty. Regular civilians, however, should not expect to be gunned down while only going about their lives. Additionally, Blue Lives Matter is often quite dismissive while discussing the roots of racial issues. Rather than accepting a middle ground or a reasonable mixture of causes, the organization tends to support a narrow view of what causes the nation's problems. While many of their opinions have merit, their outright refusal to accept the police officers might be at fault is childish. Yeah, while it could be debated that many racial disparities come down to personal choice, there is sufficient reason to say that African Americans and other minorities are treated unfairly by police. This is a concession that Blue Lives Matter refuses to acknowledge. Statistically, the answer lies in the middle ground. According to a study done by Harvard uh, economist Roland Fryer, when black suspects encounter the police, they are actually less likely to be shot than white suspects. However, black subjects were slightly more likely to be victims of non-lethal types of bias, such as stop and frisk, pepper spray, and manhandling. Yeah, but even if race isn't necessarily the primary factor, it does seem like police in America are more violent and likely to mishandle situations than those in other parts of the world. FBI data shows that American police shoot far more civilians per capita than those in similarly developed countries such as Japan or the United Kingdom. But we can't just blame police. Police are obviously going to be more violent in America. It's just more violent here. Other countries have lower rates of homicide and violent crime. Police here have higher rates of PTSD and suicidal thoughts than other countries. The reason they're more violent is because they live in a more violent place. The police officer who shot Michael Brown, Darren Wilson, earlier in his career he walked in on a double homicide of two young women with their two-year-old child crawling between them, covered in their blood. But there's still no excuse for some of the ways police have harmed people. In Colorado, police officers shot a man in the back because they saw him reach into his waistband. He had a gun, but he was actively running away and they didn't even know about the gun until after they had killed him. Yeah, I see both points, but whether the root of it is the police force or American violence itself, we have to respond the same way. There needs to be more thorough training for police officers on how to handle situations non-violently. Well, the good news about that is that there are already being efforts made to change things. Locally, the PPS Board of Directors is instating full-time school resource officers, or have instated, at nearly every school in the district. These are police officers that are specifically trained in dealing with and interacting with high school students. 
The whole purpose is to keep students safe while also creating healthy relationships between young people and police officers. And nationally, departments are attempting to alleviate the problem with the use of body cameras. In 2017, there were approximately 2,000 body cameras distributed to police officers. Public complaints against police officers dropped 88%, and their use of force dropped 60% when they were body cameras. And by the end of 2018, police departments had distributed over 10,000 cameras to officers. So, the question is, what can we do? Well, we could start by prosecuting police who have shot innocent people. I think it would be beneficial to look over the statistics each year. The crime rate is going down. Rates of police violence should be going down as well. Police should be more respected. It shouldn't be us versus the police. They're here to protect us and enforce the law, and there should be less slander on social media and the news. The police should have body cameras, like Isabella said. I feel like if they have that, not only will there be evidence of what they do, but the police will have no choice but to tell the truth on what happened. I agree that body cameras on all police officers will help protect citizens, but it will also help build respect for police officers. Either there is proof that police are doing their jobs well, or it allows citizens to put themselves in the officer's shoes and see how difficult situations can be and how scary situations can be from their perspective. Yes, yes, that's an exceptional point. It feels like over the past few years, there has been almost a war between police officers and the very civilians the police are charged to protect. Making changes to the way police do their jobs and the way we look at and talk about police officers could be the first step in repairing the damage between the two groups. With hope, we will come to live in a society where police are held accountable for their mistakes and are respected as well. Yes, I think this is realistic. If they're trained in such a way that they know how to respond to situations non-violently and know when violence is absolutely necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, you've all made some great points, but unfortunately this is all the time we have. To all of our supporters on SoundCloud, thank you for tuning in. And please join us next week when we talk about Donald Trump's impeachment inquiry. Why the 45th president is being placed inside of a peach and what will happen next. Thank you all, and we hope to see you next time on The Brutal Truth.